looks like we are up and running. I like it. It has been a good, good day. Let's see, make sure we got connections. Everybody's up. We're starting to see some folks. Get them trickling in. Josh Tatum. I think you're on a cruise ship. A cruise ship. A cruise ship if you're on a cruise trip. Chip. That'd be funny. But I think you're uh I think you're on a cruise boat. And uh, I think I saw that pass by on the internet earlier. It's been a heck of a day. Uh, uh, he says, hurry up, Scott. I'm about to back out. of see, I was right. Yeah, I did see that earlier with you. It was you that was out of, out, out there. Uh, Justin Foster, what's going on, buddy? Uh, Fletch is on. John Bolton. What's going on, guys? What's going on? We're fixing to get this thing popping. Fixing to get this thing popping. Y'all smash that like button if y'all can hear me good. That audio is good. Yeah, I think it should be. I think it should be. I think it should be. Got a couple things going on there. I'll go in and share it in just a minute. All right, looks like we got everybody there. Looks like we got everything on. Let's see if we can uh, get rolling here. Got everybody up, got everybody in. Starting to get a few people trickling in. Uh, Fletch says somebody get Josh Tatum some aloe. Uh, Dean is on, what's going on guys? All right, let me kick this thing off. Let me get this thing rolling. Y'all know how we do, because it's Westbrook Wednesday. Let's get it started, y'all ready? What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! Hey, guys. Scott Buescher, Westbrook's a Blacko in the building. It's Westbrook Wednesday on a Thursday. Ho, ho, ho. Westbrook Wednesday on a Thursday. First off, let me pump the brakes. Because I've had an amazingly phenomenal day. Let me just brag for a minute, okay? Give me just a second. Bear with me. It's only going to take a minute. Let me brag for just a second. Let me explain to you guys how my day started out. Everybody knows I make it no secret. I'm a fanboy of this sport and this industry, and I love it, right? So this morning, um, uh, let me back up. Today, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, today I got to go fishing with Brad Case. <laughs> Right? The Brad Case, Professor Case, is in town uh, getting ready to fish the, the, the Three Rivers this weekend. And um, he's uh, gotten the opportunity to, uh, to, to go fish. And so he hit me up and said he was in town, right? So he's in town and he got to, he hit me up and said, hey, let's go fishing. So I said, hey, I'm done. Let's in. Let's go fishing. So, because it's Thursday, and it's Westbrook Thursday, also got the interview going on tonight in just a few minutes with Ron Champion, who's another OG, right? Well, this morning, as soon as I get back, I get a phone call from Matt Ball. The Matt Ball, right? <laughs> so, I'm on the phone with Matt Ball, waiting on Brad Case to pull into my driveway to go fishing for the day before I come home and interview Ron Champion. What? I'm living this life? Are you kidding me? I'm going to let y'all think about that. Marinate on that for just a second. That's absolutely mind-blowing. Alright, so enough about me, enough about me, enough about me. <laughs> it was a phenomenal day. Brad Case just put on a clinic. I call him, yeah, I call him Professor Case. That's his new hashtag. He put on a clinic today showing me, uh, showing me some baits and some tricks. Showing me some baits and some techniques that I didn't know about. And uh, and he just he 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 put he put the smack down on some fish 
I've loaded a couple photos and the rest will go to uh, to the different companies that we work with. Um, they'll go to them for them to distribute have them out amongst uh, you know social media platforms and marketing and you know stuff like that. So um, you know that's 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 what we do, right? So um, anyway, before I pull Ron on, uh, let me thank you guys so much for sticking around. Uh, I know that this is not our typical day, and uh, this is Westbrook Wednesday on a Thursday. But we're going to make it up to you guys, okay? So before we get too far in to the night, uh, Brad's not here with me right yet to, uh, to, to, to remind me. But first things first, you guys uh, go in, uh, comment down below, and let me know where you're, where you're watching from. Type in, you know, you know, I don't mean like your bedroom or, you know, your office or whatever, but, you know, what city you guys are in and what state you guys are out of. So that way we can, you know, we kind of get an, an idea of where our audience is tuning in from. And then secondly, I want all you guys to go in and there's a little share button down at the bottom right here of your, if you're watching on your app or you're watching on your pad or your, 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 your uh, I want you guys to go in and share this for us on your, on your, on your personal page and let your friends know that you're watching with us. So, cause we're about to bring the one and only, um, Ron Champion, uh, in for a round of plead the fifth. So if you guys haven't seen it before, tonight's the night to get your popcorn ready. I think it's going to be, uh, um, I think it's going to be a good show. So I'm typing in, come watch with us and share, post, boom. All right, guys, I did it. Y'all do it. Make sure you uh, give us a shout out, letting us know where you're hitting us up from. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can't pour it in the one and only champion. And, uh, and then I'll finish announcement with camera. So um, last weekend uh, was Nickajack Lake. And then this weekend is the three waters. So in the, in the kayak bass fishing world for tournaments, and particularly in KBF and their set of what they're doing, they've had three big weekends in a row. Two weeks ago with Gunnersville, um, this past week with Nick and Jack, coming weekend, uh, just down the road from me and just up the road from Ron is the Three Rivers Tournament. So, uh, you know, it's uh, there's a lot going on in the sport. The Hobies events are coming up here pretty quickly. Um, uh, I know that uh, I talked with Brad Case today, and he's on the SPRO team. Again, like I said, uh, you know, and so they're doing the SPRO stuff. I believe in August. Ron will probably be able to fill in some, some information on that with us as well. But uh, enough about business. Let's get to the champ because the champ is here. Ron, no. champion, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, buddy? What's going what's, on? What's up, Scott? Thank you for having me tonight, buddy. Oh, man, not a problem. Thank you for having me. Let me start off with we just got off the phone. Let's, let's, let's bring out the inner nerds for a second. <laughs> what did you just get back from the theaters from seeing for the first time? Oh, me and uh, me and my wife, we picked our kids up from school, and we went uh, to the matinee and watched the end game. And so, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I mean, that's the period I grew up in. I'm 46 years old, you know, so Marvel Comics and, you know, all that stuff when I was a kid. Uh, now my son is really into it. My wife is into it. Uh, my daughter, she's into it. So, uh, so I was traveling the last couple of weeks, you know, when it came out, so I wasn't able to uh, – uh, to take my son, you know, like we wanted to um, when it first came out. So, uh, so tonight it, it worked out. We just got home. I mean, I've been home thirty minutes. Yeah, phenomenal. All right. Well, no spoilers because for some crazy reason, yeah. maybe somebody that hasn't watched it yet. But what did you think, bro? I was. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. We laughed. We cried. We laughed some more. We cried. We was like, yeah. And then we was like <laughs> sad again. And then it was like, so yeah, it was, uh, 
Uh, it was a roller coaster ride. It was well worth the money. We loved it. My son loved it. It was my daughter loved it. My wife, she was over loving it. So yeah, it was all. Have, have you had time to process? Like I've watched it like three weeks ago. Yeah. Have you had time to process? Like if you had to rank it with Infinity War, is it? Uh, is it you're the fifth? We're not. Yeah, the, I know. Yeah. Way. My my son says it's the best movie he's ever seen, but he says that after every movie we watch. Um, I'd say probably Thor Ragnarok is probably one of our favorites. Um, I mean, we really enjoyed that movie. Uh, I loved Infinity, loved Infinity War. Uh, this movie was awesome. Uh, this one has has probably a whole lot more of a story to it, you know, um, than you know some of the others are just a lot almost constant nonstop action. There's yeah. a lot of storyline to this setting, you know, things up, you know. So it was the ending was awesome. The way that it, you know, they they're setting, you know, the rest of the movies up that are coming out. I'm sure there's going to be some more characters introduced, you know, uh, if you follow all that stuff. Again, that's the nerd part coming out in it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, then of course they they played the previews to Star Wars, you know, yeah. uh, the, the Rise of Skywalker. So you know, I'm a Star Wars nut too. So is my boy. Star so, Wars hey. Dude, I, I got a I got a Millennium Falcon upstairs that's as big as I am. This thing's like this big. So I got an AT-AT, got the walker. I, yeah, I got Star Wars toys. Yeah, no, dude. There's there's a five foot Darth Vader and five, and, and two nice. five foot stormtroopers in my in my kid's playroom, bro. Nice, like, that's awesome. Dude, they were hanging out next to the tree. It was yep. like, I mean, oh, it was Christmas for me. Let's just be honest, right? Hey, man, I like when my kid when my son was real little. I, I I tried and tried to try to get him into Star Wars because I was yeah. a Star Wars nut, and he really didn't have anything to do with it. Like he had Star Wars toys, and then we ended up and he not didn't play with them, and then they kind of got got you know we sold them or they got lost. And like about I don't know about four or five years ago, he got really got into it, you know. And now he like he they went back and watched all the old movies, and you know so yeah, uh, it's yeah it's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, phenomenal. All right. Well, let me get into a little bit of business real quick before sure. we dive in. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, kind of recap for some of you that are just tuning in. Uh, if you're just tuning in if you, and you haven't done it yet, y'all give us a shout out and let us know uh, uh, where you're watching from. And then y'all please go in and share this and share your uh, and share this right at the bottom of the tab. I think on the right or the left, it says share. Go ahead and share it on your pages and let people know that you're watching with us. Uh, Y'all give it up for Mr. Brad Cody, who just came into work late. He just walked in the door. He's in the background now getting to work, doing what he's doing. Uh, welcome, Brad. Good to see you, buddy. Well, glad to be here. <laughs> Look, I'll pan the camera around, guys. Brad made it to work, guys. For, for the, for <laughs> oh, he's got a built the fish hey, turn on. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, brother. Hey, All right, man. So, check it yeah. out. Brad came to work the right way in the built the fish shirt. That's a good call. I'm glad I'm glad you thought of that. It makes uh, this look good because I didn't think about that's it. That's the only thing I ever think about. I appreciate that. <laughs> what I wear. <laughs> I came home after getting in the swamp with Brad Case today and uh, and being disgustingly covered. I swear I thought I had leeches on me from some of the oh, places wow. we went to today, man. We we uh we we went Brad Case kind of fishing today. It was ugly. We had I bet time. you you're throwing a frog somewhere. Uh, he caught one other frog. He was throwing. I don't know if you've seen it. I got go. I got I got GoPro footage of it. But he showed me for the first time that I've ever seen it. Um, he calls it a Bravo Delta wacky rig. Have you seen this of his? Uh, I Ron, I'll have to. I'll, I'll we'll have to talk later on. Today. That might be something secret. He don't want nobody to buy. Well, he let me about. film it today, so okay. it's gonna go on my YouTube channel. Uh, but uh, it, dude, it was. I mean, it was. It, it was some juice to say. To say, uh, sure. 
Yeah, I, you know, Brad, Brad Case is an OG, much like yourself. He knows. Oh, the there's no doubt. I mean, and I mean, you put that man on a tournament that where it's there's a there's a good frog bite going on in shallow water, grass pads and stuff. He's gonna be hard to beat. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's good at it. Well, he 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 posted up. Uh, I mean, we fished this morning from about nine to about two thirty, and I think he put up well over a hundred inches. And in, you know, in in you know, yeah. in, in in a couple of fish. I mean, he was he was hammering them out. There's a couple on my Instagram. He was he was really knocking it out of the park. So yeah, Brad's a good fisherman. Yeah, phenomenal fisherman. Anyway, you guys can tell it's, we're going to get a little distracted between Ron and I talking tonight. Uh, yeah, it, it might. It, this this one might last a little while. Yeah, we might. We might get going. <laughs> but right. uh, we've got so what we're doing, guys, is we did our typical Westbrook Wednesday giveaway that we'd run every Wednesday. We did it yesterday, um, but we're giving it away tonight. And one of that one of those things is a, is a, is a Glover Designs jersey. Ron and myself both wear uh, Glover yep. Design stuff. Uh, Tim Huddleston, who is kind of the, the 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 point of contact for that company, does a phenomenal job. We're going to touch yep. more on that at the end of the show. Um, but, uh, but you guys make sure that you're tuning in and that you're here. If you haven't gone in and done what we asked you to do there, you got time to go in and do yeah. that. We're going to take a winner at the end of the show. Okay. Now, because we're doing it on, at, uh, on a, we took two days of your week up to talk about this. And because Ron is twice the size of most human beings, <laughs> and got twice the heart of most human beings, uh, everybody knows that Ron is, uh, is, uh, works very closely with the, with the team over at NRS. He's got a brand new championship line of gear uh, that's coming out. That, that some of it's already out, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, you got the champion rain jacket and uh, the, and the champion bibs. Yep, and I actually I just got the champion bibs myself a couple weeks ago. They're and awesome. I wore them a few times. I love them. Yeah, so, yeah. Because they're yours. They're I mean they're phenomenal bibs. Yeah. And well, NR, NRS makes great stuff across the oh, board, yeah. anyway. You know, no, so they, they anything really, that they put out is going to be top notch. I, I was just blessed to be able to you know attach my name to it and. You know, we wanted to come out with something, you know, for the bigger guys. So, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's really good stuff. Well, the other thing, too, guys, so we're giving away two giveaways tonight because we took because we took yeah. two of your days. We took a Wednesday and Thursday because Ron and NRS and Glover Designs all stepped up. So we've given away the Chinook before on the show. Um, uh, what what NRS just came out with is uh, is this is Roku, right? Riku? Roku. Right, R- Roku. Roku. And, I tell you what, I wasn't Raku, sure. Raku, Roku, Raku, Roku. <laughs> One of the NRS guys is going to fix it. going to correct yeah. it in a minute because they're on here. They're watching. I think it's the Raku. Yeah. We'll show some more of this later on. But it's basically the same type of setup, but it has a full back that's super thin. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this, but I tell you what, I this may be my new vest. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a nice jacket, you know. Uh, some people don't like that the high flotation on the back, you know. And if it's that's not your thing to have that full back, but it's very thin, it doesn't really uh, it doesn't feel like a like a full jacket, you yeah. know, because it is so thin. It's an awesome vest, and uh, you know, I appreciate NRS stepping up and uh, you know being like absolutely, you know, whatever y'all want to give away, you know. And then you know this this I think this was a good option. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm I'm totally stoked on it. I'm a big fan of NRS mm-hmm. and, and love everything that they do. But guys, I can tell already that this that this that this interview is gonna is gonna kind of wander. So let's dive straight into pleasing fish. All right. <laughs> oh for god. Anybody, yeah. For anybody that hasn't watched this show before, if you're new and you guys are just tuning in for the first Westbrook Wednesday, you guys are welcome to find more of them on the Westbrook Supply Co. Facebook page. You can find that um, if you if you can't find them there, you can go over to WestbrookSupplyCo.com. And there's links there uh, there on, on the main page or back to the Facebook page where you can find them there. 
Um, uh, what we do is a game every Wednesday night. We call Bleed the Fifth. We not only do a big giveaway that we run all day, all, uh, run a promotion for all through the day Wednesday, um, but, but we play a game called Bleed the Fifth. What this is is six questions, and uh, they're, they're not timed. They're in no specific order, but it's six questions about anything from fishing to life to family. What we wanted this interview to be is something different, something about uh, that, that explains to you guys a little bit more about what we talk about when we're sitting in these little plastic boats and why this community is so tight-knit. And uh, so Ron's agreed to play. Uh, Ron, you understand that you got six questions. Uh, you have one plead the fifth. You can use it without any follow-up questions at any point in time that you want to. Uh, we'll just move on to the next one. Uh, all right. If you, if you don't use it at all, then you win absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did notice that Jay Wallen last week on your show didn't use his, and he probably should have at least on one of those questions. I, yeah, I you know if you if you guys didn't watch that, all I'm gonna say is is Booty Club is is, 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 a, is a is a hashtag he probably should have not started trending last Wednesday night. I let my wife watch it today, and we were laughing. So uh, yeah, anybody wants to go back, I think everybody should go back and watch these these episodes. I think they're awesome. But uh, last week's interview with Jay was really good, you know. And uh, yeah. Jay's one of my best friends, you know. I love love the guy, you know. So it was uh, it was awesome. So yeah, we, yeah, man. I'm, we we talked a little bit about you last Wednesday, and you know, there, it may be yeah. in my notes. I'm just saying we may be talking about Jay tonight. Let's just wait and see. Uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> without further ado, Ron, you clearly understand the rules and are ready to play, right? Uh, yeah, I got reckon. All right, guys. Uh, once again, I'm Scott Butcher. This is Westbrook's Flacco, and this is Ron Champion, the Ron Champion, and this is Lead the Fifth for Westbrook Wednesday. Here we go. I'm gonna start easy on you, number one, boss. All right, I need easy. One. Easy question. You had a phenomenal comeback story this past sun this past Sunday on Nick and Jack. Yeah. Is that the best comeback story of your career, or do you have one better? Oh man. Um. Wow. I don't. That's a tough one. You know. I've. I've. I mean. I've been very. I, I fish a lot of tournaments, and I've been very blessed to. Uh, to you know, to have the, some of those last minute, you know, things happen, you know, I didn't win this tournament, you know, let's, let's start, start off by saying that I, I, I came in 10th. Um, but that was a really big deal because, uh, after day one, uh, I was sitting in like 61st place, uh, with only 73 inches. And I went out and I put up 91.75 inches, which was the second largest, uh, stringer, I believe of the tournament. Um, um, the gentleman that won it, um, he, he put up 92 on day one. So he beat me out on bigger stringer by a quarter of an inch. So, uh, so it's definitely, it definitely has to rank up there, you know, with some of the best comebacks that I've had. Um, I've had some tournaments, you know, um, I'll say, uh, like, you know, the state, the Tennessee state championship several years ago, uh, I had an amazing second day, you know, and I, 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 I did very well on that one, but yeah, this one's gonna. That one will rank way up there. I'll never, I will never forget that the way that that tournament unfolded uh, over the weekend. Um, because so, I'm sorry, go ahead. Give us the story, Ron. Tell us what happened to you on Sunday. Okay, yeah. So um, um, I, I, I stayed with Ryan Lambert the whole week. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, Eric Sadiki was staying there too, and um, uh, so I hung out with those guys pretty much the whole week. 
uh, Christine, uh, she, uh, we all went out to dinner, you know, uh, Jim Clark, we all hung out, uh, um, there's just a lot of us guys that hung out all week, so it was an awesome week, and, uh, Name after, dropping the tanks, man. Name yeah, there's some good, and Clark and Siddiqui. Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, it was awesome, man. Uh, that event had so much buzz anyway, you know, everybody was just super stoked to be there, and, you know, the, the, um, I think just, you know, everybody was just really jacked up to, to what the expectations were. You know, how was this going to unfold with with uh, FLW? So so everybody was already highly stoked. And uh, for me to go out, you know, on day one, and, and I, I had, I mean, I was putting up big numbers you know, in practice. You know, I was putting up mid to upper 80s every day. Uh, but it was sunny every single day of practice. We had sunshine. And I knew, you know, I was fishing offshore. And those that sunshine or bright that doesn't really have to be sunshine, just bright skies. It'll position those fish, especially in grass, uh, on offshore humps, uh, ledges, river main river ledges. Uh, it positions those fish. Well, you no know, first day of the tournament, we had thunderstorms. I mean, and it came. I'm using it. Yeah. It came sun. It got bad out there. Lightning popping. <laughs> High winds. It, people were high. I, I found a little corner down around by the dam, and I, I hung out in my boat with my head like this right here, and I prayed for about an hour solid because there was lightning beating everywhere. I thought it was over. No, hang on, Brad. Check and see if Jim Ware's Facebook is public. If it is, share that video of him under the dock where the yeah. waves are crashing oh, yeah. so people can see that because – I mean, it was it was really a bad storm. I mean, it yeah, got it got rough. rough. It got real rough, and and that hurt me on day one. You know, that's the reason I didn't put up a lot of inches because it was it was just cloudy and gloomy and rain, and those fish just hadn't pulled up. It just wasn't that great. And uh, the 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 forecast for the second day looked a whole lot better. And I I knew I was going to catch fish because I caught fish every single day. Um, but when I got out there, uh, well, before I even hit the water, I told you know Ryan and Eric, I was like. I was like, man, I was like, if, if by, by the end of the tournament, I said, if I don't have much, I'm, I may go ahead and hit the road and head on back to Georgia. I've got a seven-hour drive. I've been on the road for two weeks. I want to get home to the wife and kids. And uh, um, I, I went out, and uh, I didn't get in no hurry, man. It was it was raining when we got up. And I was like, man, I am not putting I am not putting my rain gear on today. <laughs> I was like, if it's raining, I, I'm sitting in the truck until it clears up. Well, it cleared up before it started, before it got daylight, and, I lost and no pressure, you know, I just went out and went fishing and, um, I had a limit really early, you know, probably the first hour and a half of the tournament. And I just kept upgrading every, you know, throughout the day and the brighter the skies got, the better the bite got and the bigger the fish got. And then, um, I had a really nice school of fish pull up. Um, it, th these are all postponed fish. Once they make their way, you know, this time of the year after the spawn, you know, once they get out to their summer home, they're out there, they're out there. Uh, and so a lot of these fish were just arriving, um, but these fish that what I've noticed they they really were keying on smaller baits. Uh, I threw really some really big baits in the in practice, uh, caught a few fish, but not just wasn't catching a lot of numbers. And the more I downsized, the better the fish got. That's a highly pressured lake anyway, you know. So that's something else you want to do on highly pressured lakes. You downsizing your bait, you know, going with more natural colors, you know, something that these fish just are not seeing as much of. And I did that, and I really keyed in on some fish, on some offshore stuff. And, man, I caught like a 19 and three-quarter. Well, when they, I was in like 22nd or 23rd place last time I saw the leaderboard. Um, and that was uh, – there was about three hours left to go in a tournament when they shut it off. And I was like, I was like, man, if I could get a couple upgrades, I might move into the top 20. Top 20 get a paid entry into the FLW KBF Cup. 
and that's going to be held in Arkansas. Right? I mean, that was my goal, you know. Yeah, I would I mean, love to get in that top 20 from 61st to get in the top 20 and get that paid entry fee, you, you know. You woke up on Sunday thinking that was feasible to go from that's, Yeah, that's – well, it's possible. That was your goal. Yeah, that's, that was yeah. my goal. It's possible yeah. to move in to that spot, so you know. And uh, I'd have to still have to have a good day. Oh, and um, when they after they cut the leaderboard off and I was in like 22nd or 23rd, you know, then I caught a 19 and three-quarter. And then I caught – you know, 30 minutes later, I catch a 19. And those are two solid fish for Nick and Jack. And now I'm like, man, you know, I, I might be in the top 20. And uh, then I then I did my calculations, and I had 90 inches. I went back and looked at my my my, yeah. my uh, live well, and I had 90 inches. And I was like, holy crap, 90 inches. That's a man. Now you start, the wheels start turning. And then you kind of want, I started getting kind of greedy. I'm like, oh, man, you know, maybe, you know, who knows, man. <laughs> Maybe I could slip in. So I was like, I'm going to fish until, you know, quarter till, uh, quarter till two Eastern time. At, you know, two o'clock we had to be. That was the end of it. Pictures had to be uploaded by 2.30. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to watch my clock at two forty at one forty five. I got to start pedaling back. I got a 15-minute pedal. And um, uh, I'm literally watching my clock on my depth, depth finder. Uh, and I ease back up on the spot. I caught that 19 and three-quarter and the 19. And uh, I'm just getting to the peak of this uh, this offshore hump. And um, I was like, you know, it, I watched my clock turn 145. It's time to start pedaling back. And I was like, I got to make one more cast up on the top of this hump. And, dude, I, I threw my jig up there. It went down. And when I went to lift it, it was dead weight. And I set the hook. And uh, I got that fish in. It was an 18 and three-quarter, which was an inch and three-quarter upgrade. And that put me in 91 and three-quarter. And now I'm like, crap. And so I was like... But, um, and, uh, I, you know, I did, I did catch another fish, but it wasn't an upgrade. And as soon as it turned, man, I started pedaling back to the ramp and I actually went live on my Facebook page and shot a little live video because yeah. I was, dude, I was so stoked, man. You know, I, good Lord blessed me with an amazing day. Uh, yeah. I mean, truly did, uh, one yeah. I will never forget. So yes, it's going to rank up at the top, you know, of my, my tournaments, even though it was a yeah. 10th place. It will rank up at the, with the top. From that was, you know, moving up fifty-one places. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. So, so guys, I'll tell you a little bit of the, of the behind the scenes. We're there. There was we had about an hour drive from where everybody was playing oh. <laughs> up, yeah. to, up to the FLW stage at the, at the Dayton boat ramps, right? And so we're all getting ready to go on. We've got we've done a little a little uh, a little uh, debriefing of of the anglers that are getting ready to walk up on stage. This is the first time that, that FLW and KBF have partnered up. And so, you know, it, it, it feels like big time. I mean, they really rolled out the red carpets. I mean, you know, they put us on FLW Live. I mean, we were on stage, um, you know, and, 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 you know, we were putting on a show. Yeah. And, uh, and so we've got everybody up on stage, and we hear on the, on the, through the phone that you're 10 or 15 minutes out. Yeah. Well, Ron didn't even realize that he's in 10th place yet. He doesn't know. All he knows is we told him to get here, Right. And so Ron literally pulls up behind the stage, tires and brakes, just, you can hear him, right? And uh, so uh, he doesn't even know who, he just threw his keys to somebody to go park his truck. He gets out and runs over, flips it, you know, kind of fixes his shirt, makes sure his hat's on right, and walks up the stairs to go to go stand on top of the FLW stage on live television. Uh, I mean, it happened just like that. It happened that fast. You, you prepped me, you know, you, yeah. like, you got 60 seconds to talk. You know, because I knew y'all held it for as long as you could, and 
it was uh man it was hectic you know and and i rushed through it you know and uh, uh i'll say this i'm actually going to go live on my uh fishing page tomorrow night and i'm going to do a rundown of my last two weeks of tournament i mean we'll talk about it here i'm sure you know with yeah. gunnersville and nick and jack but i'm going to do a, a a breakdown i'm going to talk about the baits that i used uh what i keyed in on and uh and i'm actually doing a giveaway tomorrow night with picasso uh, on my fishing page, so we and uh, I'm, we, can, I, we can find that at Ron Ron Champion Pro Angler, right? Yeah, professional angler. Yep, that's right. And, and uh, Brad, I'm sure Brad's going to it now. He's going to drop links to that down below, guys. Sweet. All right. So, question number two, man. We're going to move forward a little bit here. Uh, we'll kind of kind of get into get into life a little bit more, and then you know, life and fishing, and fishing and life, and, and kind of that time on the water. Um, my family here, we personally have a game that we play at the dinner table every night, and we call it high low. And we use it for the day where you talk about your high point of the day and your low point of the day. And then we just a way for us to connect around the dinner table with my three small toddlers. I know that you're a family man. I know that you're very connected to your family and what you do there. I want to know on a deeper level, give us your high to this point in life and give us your low to this point in life. Uh, as a family man? As or a, just as a, oh, as, as a champion. Ooh. It's that's yeah, there is there's a i have a there's a story behind you know uh my fishing career uh i'll i'll tell you what i'll start with the low i'll yeah. start with the low i have no problem starting with the low um man this is this is tough this is a this is a this is a hard one this is this is very it's very personal uh some of my closest friends know this there was a time in my life many years ago i was in my late twenties um that um my life changed. I mean, I came over from the bass boat world. I was doing very good at a, as a young man, uh, fishing tournaments. When I, I had my first bass boat when I was 18, um, I was killing it on the local level. I uh, had a boat deal. I mean, I was doing, you know, big things, had a business. And, um, you know, life, you know, um, life changes. Um, I was married once before, you know, and that's kind of where I'm going with this. It, it didn't work out, you know, and that was the, uh, uh, at that time, it was, it was at that time, it was the hardest thing I'd ever went through. You know, it, it was tough. I, um, I lost, I literally, I lost everything. I lost, I lost the business. I lost, you know, my wife at that time, a home, you know, I went from, uh, you know, doing pretty well in life to, uh, the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I really was, I, um, it was, it was a tough deal. I literally, I mean, there was, uh, when I, I, I moved from my hometown and ended up moving to Nashville um, to rebuild my life. I moved up there when I didn't, uh, I did all I had was a couple buddies, a couple friends that I'd made. And uh, I wanted to move somewhere that I didn't, uh, where I didn't know anybody really, because I wanted a fresh start, you know, home, small hometown, you know, you, uh, um, you know, everybody knows your business, you know, and everywhere you go, there's memories and stuff. And I wanted to move away from that. So, um, so I moved to Nashville uh, when I was uh, in my late twenties, um, and I didn't have anything. I mean, when, and I say anything, man, I didn't even have a vehicle. Um, I'm, I ended up, you know, buying a motorcycle that I rode back and forth, you know, to work. I'd go visit my family on a motorcycle. It was the cheapest thing I could buy at that time, and I rebuilt my life uh, from nothing. And I say nothing, I mean nothing. And uh, there was ten years uh, that I didn't fish. I, I had I stepped away. I had to step away from everything, you know, to get my life back in order, and I did. Um, 
and at that time it was it was the lowest part of my life you know and uh, uh but it, it was the best decision that i ever made because that's what leads into the best part of my life um it was the best decision i'd ever made to move uh to move away from my hometown i moved to nashville i rebuilt my life i met my wife that i have now uh that gave has given me two amazing kids um I can't imagine my life any other way now. You know, damn, it's tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah. I mean, I love my, I love my family. You know, I, I, I truly do. I, it, I would go through everything that I went through in life. I would go through it a hundred times over to be where I'm at now. Because I have an amazing wife. I got two awesome kids. Uh, I have amazing in-laws, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law. I mean, uh, my wife's family is, uh, is something else and they love me like, like I'm their own child. And so I went from, I went from nothing. I went from, I had a good life to nothing to build it back up to where I'm at now. And, uh, and now, you know, the fishing came back. You know, I uh, never knew if it was going to come back. It, it didn't come back in a bass boat. It come back in a, uh, in a plastic boat, you know, which is okay. I love it. I love fishing from a kayak and I love the community. I love the brotherhood and the sisterhood, the fellowship that it, that comes with it. And, um, it's, um, like I said, I'd go through everything a hundred times over again to be where I'm at now and I'll never take it for granted. And that's the one reason I'm so passionate about passionate about where I'm at now in life. Um, I had a chance a long time ago and it didn't work out. And this is my second chance at fishing. You know, this is my second chance to do something in the, in the outdoor world, the fishing world, the fishing community. And, uh, um, I might, uh, you ain't going to win every tournament. That's not going to happen. Nobody's going to do that, you know, but it's about being competitive as you can. Um, I want to be in the mix. Um, I will always show other anglers respect, um, I, but I also expect that same respect in return. That's that's how I grew up. It's as a man. That's how my father taught me, you know. Um, and um, you know, I, I love it. I, I love where I'm at in life. I love my, my family, son. You, I, I'm an emotional guy anyway. And yeah, you get me talking. You get me talking about my family, and uh, it'll come out. I mean, I'm, and I and I, I'm okay with that too. You know, I show my kids know that. I show that to my kids. I show um, I show that emotion with my family. I show it with my wife. I show it with my kids um, because I want them to know. I didn't know how much my parents loved me until I had my own kids, and. Um, uh, I knew my parents loved me, but you really don't know how much they truly love you. I don't think until you have your own children. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think you process that. I, I, yeah. No matter how many, yeah. no matter how many books or how much advice or any of those things, you know, and and to kind of build off of what you were talking about, and, and, and kind of you know, and not to dig back into that right there, but but uh, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, I'm not sure if you look down in the corner of your screen, but but there's been hearts and thumbs and smashing going on because you're resonating with what a lot of people. Um, you know, have gone through and have been through and, and to overcome that. And, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, that me and my wife and, uh, and something that we kind of go off of regularly is, is God's plans better than yours. 
over and over again, and he proves that. And so yeah. you to come from, you know, where you thought your plan was for yourself. That's right. And, and you know, and, and to me, I'm, you know, uh, you know, my, my backstory, kind of what we do is, is very similar. And so, uh, you know, uh, first off, uh, uh, thank you very much for answering that the way that you did. Uh, 100% uh, uh, real, and I knew that we would get that out of you, and that's why uh, – that's why we went with that question. So. That's, that, was, that, that was tough, man. That's probably, uh, you know, I don't talk about it a lot. I got a few friends that know the story, you know, and, and then, of course there's other pieces and stuff, but, oh, you know, in a nutshell, that, that, that was, that's it, you know, my lowest to my, to where I'm at now. And I'm, uh, it's, um, man, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big softy. I know Jay called me a big teddy bear last, yeah. last week. Yeah. And, you know, we're, I, I, I try to I try to be that way to everybody. I try to be I'm, I'm I try to be a nice guy. You know, um, it. Uh, but you can you can work your butt off to get to a point in life, and you can just make just a few mistakes and lose every bit of it overnight. Yeah. And uh, I, I I work really hard to try to try to keep. I try to keep a good, a good positive image because it's not, it wasn't always that way, you know, and, uh, I will ne I will never shed a dark light on this sport that I love. Um, it's not in me to do that. Uh, I, I truly love, I love fishing. I love, uh, I love the, the, I love the industry. I love the people that's in the industry, you know, and, uh, um, yeah, that's, I just, I love where I'm at right now. It's been it's been tough, man. It's hard to it was hard to get back. I'm not gonna lie. It's been yeah. hard to get here. Well, um, and, and I'll keep working hard to, to, we love to keep it. Still, we love that you're still fighting. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things, guys. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking with Ron Champion, uh, uh, who really needs no introduction to the sport. But uh, uh, the man's opening up his heart and opening up his soul a little bit, and telling him talking to us and, and around the fleet the fifth there on Westbrook Wednesday on a Thursday. Um, but, uh, you know, if you guys have never met Ron Champion in person, I'm not necessarily a tiny guy, but I'm not a large man. Ron is a large, large man. <laughs> and so, and that makes sense when you can hear the man speak and talk about from his heart um, where it comes from. Because even in that big old chest, the NRS shirt is covering up, uh, is a heart that matches that big old chest. And that's why he carries himself the way that he does and why he has the respect that he has in his sport. So, um, all right, boss man. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Question number three, I don't think is any easier. Oh, oh man. Oh <laughs> man. All I'm right. Have, so people, people gonna be thinking bad of me. <laughs> no, man. No, it's, it's not, man. It's it's a real conversation. This, you know, one of the things that we do in this interview every week, yeah. yeah, is is you know, is we want people to understand why we love this sport and why this community is so special. And, you know, and a big part of that is when me and you talked on uh, on Tuesday when we find out about the Ike Show last night with Jeff Little and Ryan yeah. Lambert. You know, the reason we're doing Westbrook Wednesday on a Thursday is because last night, good friends of ours, Jeff Little with Turquito and Ryan Lambert with Yak Addicts, uh, were on that Mike Iaconelli podcast last night. Yeah. And so we didn't want to compete with that. Mm -hmm. We we Those guys are our friends, and, uh, and we wanted to make sure that that area of the sport got time to shine. And so that's why... You guys are finding us right here tonight on Westbrook Wednesday on a Thursday. So, um, all right, Ron, you need a drink? You feeling good? You need to loosen up? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm all good. Right. All right, question number three. We're at the halfway point, boss man. Question all three. Right. Um, uh, this is, we're going to kind of talk about Mother's Day a little bit because this uh -huh. Sunday is coming Mother's Day. And uh, and I know that we talked on family a little bit there, but but Miss Chrissy is your wife of 11 years. 
Yeah. Uh, you guys just had an anniversary on May 3rd, right? May the 3rd. I was traveling fishing, wasn't at home. Oh, oh. Well, all yeah. right. So maybe I'll, I don't want to dig you in a hole. I don't know if, I don't know if she's watching. We not, have a – she, she, she sent me a picture uh, of a new dress she bought while I was gone, and she said, I need somebody to take me out. I, well, no, she said, I need you to take me out on a hot date. And Woo! I was like, as soon as I get back, I said, we will. So, And uh, you still I, went fishing on Sunday. No wonder you were coming back, <laughs> going for the money on Sunday. You had to get home to the honey. She yeah. did send me a picture. Well, she did send me a picture of, of some shoes. She this said, you can buy these show, shoes. Ron. You can buy these shoes for me now. Oh, oh shoes. Okay. This yeah. was a family show, Ron. You can't. You can't. You said send you a picture. The no, family. not Ron, like that. Yeah. All right. So. Speaking of your wife, uh, because because just exactly what, what you just said is where I pulled this question from. So you and your wife have been married 11 years. Uh, we watch all the time on you post online and post on your personal channels and even on your fishing channels sometimes about how much fishing and family and all that stuff is important yeah. to you. You know, your faith, family, fishing, all those things, a lot like Matt Ball and a lot like a lot of the guys in the sport yeah. that we've had here on the show. Um, uh, as, as a guy in a similar situation, I'm, uh, I'm coming up on my 11th year of marriage in November. Uh, me and my wife are constantly finding things that we need to be improving on. What's something that you and your wife are working to improve, uh, you know, right now? What's going on where you guys are, where you guys are, are trying to improve something? Oh, man. You know, I'd probably, probably the best thing that has happened to us uh, is when we relocated here. I live in Georgia now. Uh, or live in Richmond Hill, Georgia, just outside of Savannah. Um, and we lived in Nashville, Mount Juliet. You know, that's where she was born and raised. And, yeah. you know, I lived in Nashville. But once we moved down here, um, we, we, you know, we didn't know anybody. We don't know how that didn't have no family down here. So it's really, it's just me and her um, and the kids. And so I, I had to depend on her. She has to depend on me. You know, we, we have, I have a busy schedule with the fishing and traveling. She has a busy schedule with her work and all the stores she has and her traveling. And we, we have to work. It's probably, she does more for me than I do for her. I'll say that my wife's an amazing woman. Uh, but, um, I think, you know, the more, the more that you spend time together, you know, with just you and your wife or you and your family as a, as a group, um, I think that builds, that builds those bonds even stronger. Um, um, you know, now that our kids are a little bit older, you know, the first couple of years when we lived here, I mean, there's a little bit younger, you know, and, uh, so we had to, we didn't really get do get to go out a whole lot. You know, we're going out on a date tomorrow night. Uh, I, but when, you know, she has office days, you know, where she's at home, we do, we do lunch a lot, you know, we'll go get lunch, just me and her. Um, that stuff's important, man. You know, um, uh, I, I think that that helps build that strong relationship, but, being dependent on each other and you know i know she needs me she knows i need her um and spending that time together quality time together um and having just have fun you know i mean we we have we really truly have a have fun with our family our our kids i don't we don't dread going somewhere with our kids i mean we've always been that way you know even when they were little we took them out and took them places um, I think that builds a strong, strong, strong relationship. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, I'm an emotional guy, you know, and, and, and I, I, I'm not afraid to show it. I'm not afraid to show that emotion with my wife. 
And, you know, I, she know my wife knows that I love her. She truly knows that I love her. And I know that she knows I love her. Um, and I tell the same thing I tell my kids, you know, I don't want my kids to ever have that doubt to ever be like, you know, yeah, you know, dad's going to get mad sometimes or Chrissy knows I get mad. I mean, we have a little, little bickerments and stuff, you know, but, you know, showing, show that emotion. Um, my, my wife and kids, there's, there will never be a question, you know, whether or not, you know, that I love them and, uh, and I'll show that I'll show that affection to them. I'll show it in front of everybody. I'm not afraid to. I love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely. All right. All right. We're at the, we're at the halfway point. We're, <laughs> we're going to get out of the mushy stuff for a minute. We're going to dive into question number four that, is, uh, that, that brings us back into fishing a little bit more. All right. So all right. this is a two-part question. The first one's a short answer. The second one's going to be story mode. Okay? Okay. All right. Uh, your absolute confidence bait. Second part of the question is we all have the one that got away in the fishing world. Yeah. What was what's your confidence bait? And then tell us about the one that got away. Man, I'm I'm still I'm old school. You uh, you put a Texas rig in my hand, and um, I, I I'll catch a fish out of a out of a five gallon bucket. I mean, <laughs> it's that's just I mean a, a Texas rig. You know, I can catch anything. You know, I can I you can you can catch a one pounder or you can catch an 11-pounder. You know, uh, I really have two confidence baits, uh, but a Texas rig worm, you know, uh, um, you know, I, I'm sponsored by Grande Bass. All the, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw them a plug. You know, their saw plastics is, is some of the best, you know, uh, but I throw a lot of others as well, you know. Um, you know, everybody's got kind of their own specialty in saw plastics, and but you just – there's so much versatility with a, with a Texas rig worm, you know, uh, that you can really, you can get in that thick stuff and catch fish or you can fish it out in open water. You can fish it fast. You know, you don't have to just crawl it on the ground. I speed fish a Texas rig a lot. I mean, I rip it off the out the bottom. I fish it fast covering water, kind of like a crankbait. Those fish, they'll hone in on it. You can eliminate eight, a lot of water really fast. Uh, so a Texas rig is going to be my top probably my top the other would be you know i love i love a frog you know so i kind of got two i'm a i'm a frog fisherman uh i love throwing a frog i catch fish on a frog man I, i've caught fish on a frog in december i mean uh and i'm talking 50 degree water uh i'll be the last person throwing it at the end of the year and i'll be the first person throwing it at the beginning of the of the season so <laughs> those are kind of my those are those are really my two you know confidence baits that's kind of a one-two punch for me Okay, and then now, what's what's where's where's the fish? Tell us the story of the one that got away. When you think about man, that bass got away. What was the bass that got away from Ron Champion? Oh man! Oh, I I, I absolutely know, man. I, I forgot <laughs> about this fish. There it goes. God, so we were fishing a. Um, uh, I was fishing when I lived in Nashville. There's an amazing club up there. It's called uh, KBFTN. Uh, Jeremy Meyer, uh, Craig Dye started this, and Jeremy's wife Sarah. She helped. They had before I moved away, and I know Jer Jeremy don't live there now. Craig don't live there now. There's some other guys running, and they're doing a great job. But they had some amazing tournaments. Uh, Tuesday night, I think it were Tuesday night or Wednesday night tournaments. They'd have 60 people show up for a three-hour tournament. So they they started building this pot up. Um, um, I think I think it was like um, for an I think you you get in the pot for like ten bucks 
Um, everybody could get in. The first person that caught like a fish over like 20 inches got that money. Uh, then they build a pot again. Well, this pot, I think that this might have been the second year. I think it was like 21 inches, uh, which, you know, fishing around Nashville, the local lakes around there, you know, you twenty catch a 20, 21 inch fish. That's pretty good for old Hickory, Percy Priest. This yep. pot had got up to like, it's like 600 bucks. And we were fishing, a, we were fishing a night tournament and I located some fish on a brush pile. About what year? This would this would be like two thousand. Well, it was probably it would be five years ago, maybe. Okay. Um, you know, it, it it's been because I I've been here for in November, so it, it was it was pretty close to you know the, maybe the last summer before I, we moved here. Okay. And um, I I found that this these fish in, on this brush pile in practice, and I went straight to that brush pile. But this this was a night tournament, like it was like a late night tournament. We were fishing till like I think it was like two or three in the morning. Uh, it was a late tournament and I went straight to that brush pile and I sat on this brush pile. I literally, there was a dock there and I tied my kayak, to, to kayak up to this dock and I'm like, I'm not moving. I fished this brush. Pile. Now it's a big, it's kind of scattered brush. Uh, you couldn't see it. It was all underwater. Uh, and, um, I fished this brush. I probably pulled 15 fish out of this brush pile throughout the night. Well, in the middle of the night, man, I set the hook on a fish and it was a donkey son i mean a toad <laughs> i fought this fish and i got it in the boat man i'm like i mean it's in the boat i'm like stoked it's in the net i grab like i i pull my hog trough lay it across my lap and I, i'd lay it down and this fish is like oh it's over with the mouth open it was over 24 inches that's a giant fish for old hickory Lake. that's a giant wait, that's it's a, a giant fish dude anywhere. this fish was us i'm talking a donkey big it it was the biggest it's probably the biggest fish that i've ever caught on old hickory lake it was that big it was a god it was a big old female gene wilson fish big fish big fish and uh and i'm like man i'm so jacked up well where i had my boat tied up to this dock it had like a uh it had like a like a l shape like this i had like a v so i tied my boat up like like this so i still got a little bit of a v like right here beside right here to the left side of me and i get got my identifier got my camera and i get this fish on this board and i'm fixing to take this picture and this fish goes ape shit i'm just gonna say it oh it, my god and it literally come up and it there that V that I parked my boat up in. I got a whole dock. I'm talking a giant dock beside me. This V was probably this big a V. Like, uh, and that fish went right through that hole. No, it photo, went right through. No video. I got oh, I got a photo. The fish is like in midair, you know, and it went. I swear, it went right through that V. Man, I was. <laughs> I was sick. You're ready to cry. Dude, I was sick. Oh, yeah. I, who did I, I – I think I called – I think I called Craig Dye on the phone. Because I called somebody. I, I think it was Craig that I called on the phone. I don't phone. know if Craig's watching. Craig, Man, watching? if he is, he can verify this? it. Do you remember this call? I called – I did. I called – I was sick. I mean, like, I was like – my stomach was hurting. Like, I was – I wanted to come home. I was like – I was like sick, dude, and I ended up fishing the rest of the night. 
I get to the live, I get up to the weigh in and I had, I had, you know, I had a solid, you know, group of fish. I think I, I actually casted, I think I cast a check in the, like in the placement. I think I got like second or third in the tournament, but with that fish, I would have won the tournament. And I would have won that big bass pot for over the 21 inches. It ended up being like the winnings would have been like $1,200 that oh night. And I think I, yeah. I think I walked away with maybe a hundred or 200. It was something like that. It's been a long time ago, but yeah, man, that fish right there, dude, man, you want to know, you want to know the truth, how, where, how, where the donkey leashes came from. Because Bronson Locklear, may, when I called, I, I talked to Bronson. I told Bronson Locklear this story, and he gave me a, a, a leash that he made up that you could hold a, yeah. put, a, put in a put a clip on a fish. After I lost that fish that night, well, and then you know some, those clips for yeah. the for the, for the weighing things in the big bass boats for the culling system. They were making those clips. Well, they some, worked really well. Oh yeah, they worked great. Well, yeah. but like. Ain't leashing a fish. All of this stuff kind of came from that. a lot of guys started making those. You know that stuff. Like I told everybody that story. I was sick, man. Uh, I mean that it like dude. Like I wanted to throw up. That's and uh, there. But there's a lot of guys that that fished. You know. You know up there, and they started talking about. You know, I even I showed David some pictures of what we made. The one that Bronson had made that he gave me, and some other guys had some. They showed, and then so they got to talking. Then that's how kind of how a product. You know, came that product came along, you know, because it's not just happened to me. It's happened to a bunch of people. But, yeah, that fish right there, that, you, man, I would forgot about that fish. Thank you for bringing that fish up. That way I can think about it some more. Because that fish, that fish haunted me for a long time, son. Yeah, I forgot all about that fish, man. Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, there's always the one that got away, right? We've all that one there, buddy. That fish is, has got that story. And, uh, man, that's an incredible Incredible tale, man. Absolutely. It sucked at the moment, though, man. God, I was sick, man. God, it's still, I, I'd like to know how, exactly how long. I know the fish was over 24 inches with an open mouth. I think it would probably still have been 24 inches or close to it. And that's a big fish for Old Hickory. That, that, I, I'd, that's a big I, fish for, I, for everywhere. I think it was probably an an eight pound fish. It was in the middle of summer, but it had a, it was a big fish. I've caught a bunch of eight pound fish. Uh, it, it'd be really close. Unbelievably incredible. Unbelievably incredible, man. Great. But it went through that little hole, man. That little V, oh, yeah. it flopped up, and it went right. I'm talking head first, right straight down to – I bet it's, that fish was laughing, son. It's I when mean, the fish comes up out of the water and, and the mouth is the size of your hat, you know. Oh, it's my God, like, dude. Oh, my God. When it flopped, it knocked my hat off of my head like I was holding a digital camera. I mean, it, I lost – like, I mean, I got everything, but, like, it was – Oh, dude, it was so it was so That's bad, incredible. man. Incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. All right, all right, moving on, moving on with the, with the little stories here. All right, question number five on uh, Westbrook Wednesday, guys. We're here with Ron Champion on Bleed the Fifth, and for some crazy reason, you're just tuning in. Uh, I know that we're gonna run a little long tonight. It's just gonna be with the guys. This is a good conversation. Y'all stay with us. No, man, it's great. It is what it is. If you guys can't watch, y'all go to bed because you gotta get go to work tomorrow. I ain't got that problem. And uh, uh, y'all can tune in later on and finish it, but we're going to finish this the right way. Uh, I think this is going to be good, man. I've been saving this question uh, oh. to, to find that I almost used this question on Jay last week. All right. And I knew that I was getting you this week. And so I waited. And you're going to, I hope that you understand why. Okay. 
Um, uh, you're 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 one of the you're one of the top dogs in the sport. You're very cerebral. You're an OG. You've been around for a long time. Uh, you've been in the sport, like you said, like you alluded to earlier in the conversation. You were in the sport in the bass boat world a while back. Yeah. You you communicate with everybody on all the different levels of this sport. Uh, this sport is in a is in a is in a, a spot right now where I believe, and they talked about it on Mike Iaconelli last night. I believe we're on the cusp of something amazing, right? Yeah. So, in a hypothetical world, all right, we're in we're in fancy land now. Ron, are you ready? Yep. Somebody cuts you a check for a million dollars to improve the sport. How do you spend it, Ron? Oh man, somebody cut. Whew. Um. I mean, if you're going to, if this sport's going to get to that next level, you've got to have the national coverage. You've got to reach, you know, the market outside of just kayak fishing. You've got to get it to fishermen. You've got to put it in front of fishermen uh, to let them understand, know what our sport's about. Um, it, we've been doing that slowly. Um, and that's the reason you see that steady growth, but there's still so many people out there that really truly don't understand, you know, what our sport is about. Um, we're still fishermen. We just choose to fish out of a plastic boat. We still fish just as hard. We're still just as passionate. Um, the, with, with the national coverage, we'll bring bigger, uh, bigger sponsors, um, higher, bigger profiled companies uh that maybe are not necessarily fishing companies you know i'm talking i'm talking you know you know whether it be toyota or chevy or you know i'm talking major mega companies yeah like when you that. start when you start slapping geico and you start slapping yeah. you know you know uh you know uh you know major major brands johnson and johnson cup you know yeah. I mean, when you start throwing brands around like that it becomes it becomes a different level so, so you you take you take that some of that money and you got to put you got to get it to that national level and hopefully you know I know KBF you know has been doing as you know what they can this deal with FLW was awesome because now they're starting to put that they kind of put us a little bit on a more on a global platform you know at the, this first tournament this cup is going to be is going to help you know so you get getting more national coverage so that money would go into that marketing side to to getting that maybe getting TV airtime, you know, for some of these events on a really high profile level, uh, then you then you really need to take uh, you've got to take some of that money and you got to put it behind some uh, some of the big names in the sport um, to to make to to elevate you know elevate some more of those guys because you've got to have something to shoot for. Um, you know, you, you're not going to come into any, any sport, any competitive sport and, and walk in and be like, huh, I'm here and I'm going to take over because it doesn't, it don't, it don't happen that way. You know, you've got to put some time in and you've got to work for it. And when you get to that point, you know, it doesn't stop. Now you got to work just as hard to keep it because you got all these other guys down below, you know, that are coming up that are just as hungry. So taking that money and really elevating, you know, you know, profiles of the, some of the big names and putting the sport on a global, um, you know, platform. And they're doing that now. I mean, it's coming, man. 
I mean, I've, I got in, I mean, Chad Hoover got me in this sport in 2013. I mean, like literally did. He gave me a boat. He's like, man, you need to start. Cause I was, I got back into bass boat fishing and he was, he, I mean, me, everybody knows me and Chad are really good friends. You know, I love that guy, uh, but everybody, but I bet, but we butted heads before. But yeah. I mean, I think brothers do that, you know. And they always come. To, I tell you what, he calls me sometimes. And he'll be like, "Hey, I want to talk to Ron Champion, the angler, not Ron Champion, my friend." He said he asked me that all the time. That's, that's one of the strange for the. I'm telling you, that's straight yeah. up, man. He does, and that's what he wants to hear. It might not be what he what he wants to hear. I might, it might not be what I want to hear sometimes. But that's how you communicate and you get stuff done. And um, he put me in a boat in 2013, and he said, "You need to get into kayak fishing." You need to start doing some of it because I was bass boat and we were doing really good. I had a couple of buddies I partnered with and we we're fishing, you know, in Nashville and, and doing really well. And, uh, I, I mean, I, there is no doubt I owe every bit of this to, to him, you know, for getting me in this sport. And he told me what was coming. I can remember having conversations with Chad five years ago, six years ago about, you know, the plan and where this where this sport could could be and i've set i've fished it i've i've lived it and i've watched everything unfold you know at a at a steady pace and that flw kbf event over the weekend i know how much that had to mean to chad because i know how much hard work went into getting that hat to happen because it don't happen overnight it happens with hard ass work plain and simple amen amen outstanding answer that's that's why i've been saving that question right there ron thank you so much brother i uh you know i completely agree i think that we've me and you've had this conversation they had this conversation last night on iconelli chad and i have had it jay and i've had it aj and i've had it you know i think it's the conversation all the way around the world you know i mean all around the sport and the industry on where this sport is going and what we're doing and uh you know and i i've never made it a secret Everything that I'm doing in this sport is because I'm a fan. I've been a fan of you guys since the first time I saw, uh, I guess about three years ago now, the first time I saw uh, kayak bass fishing and some things going on um, in the sport, and I started watching you guys. And so, you know, just like I alluded to earlier in the, in the show, um, you know, I kicked off the show today by telling you guys a little bit about what happened to me today and, uh, and how kind of surreal it was. I've been in the industry about a year and a half. And so, uh, uh, you know, to see – this morning, Matt Ball gave me a call and asked me a couple of questions. And Brad Gates to pull up in my driveway and we go fishing. And now to be interviewing Ron Champion. What this sport is doing, what these guys are doing in this community is something absolutely incredible. And I think that that is why this uh, this sport has held on to the people the way that it has is that community and that storytelling. And I feel like if we can get that right, we're going to get over that hump and we're going to have one of these bigger companies come in and and start throwing around numbers like we just talked about. Yeah. So, um, all right, boss man, you are one question away from uh, from finishing strong and played the fifth. And I'm not gonna lie, I really think this is the hardest question that I may have asked. <laughs> I honestly believe this may be the hardest question oh. that I've ever asked on played the fifth. All right. Um, I I typically want to have answers for myself when I ask these. And I don't know that I have an answer to this. So I'm really right. interested. I'm really interested to know whether or not you have an answer. Before I get to the question, guys, once I ask the question, I want you guys to think about it. And even if it takes you a minute, I want you to respond 
with with your answers for who you think it is and why. Okay, uh, you can just drop names. You don't have to explain why on text because that's a lot. All right, we do it. We have a game in uh, in our in our in our in our group of friends that we call Mount Rushmore. Right, it's a conversation starter. Right, Mount Rushmore is Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln. If you guys are for some crazy reason didn't take history in eighth grade, um, if if kayak fishing ended today, we hang up this 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 live chat and there's no more kayak fishing. Who are the four people that belong on the Mount Rushmore of kayak bass fishing as we sit right here tonight? All right. <laughs> And why? Well, I mean, I mean, there's, there's no doubt who's the first one, and that's Chad Hoover, hundred percent. I'm right. And I'm not, and I, I'm not just saying that because me and Chad are, are, are you know, best friends, or and I, and I love him because I do. But we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation right now if it wasn't for Chad Hoover. I said there's 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 there is absolutely no doubt um he would be he's the first um I know I I don't know Jim Sammons you know personally but I I have followed some of his stuff um I know he puts uh, his heart and soul you know into uh you know growing that the sport as well uh so um I'm gonna I would I would put him put him up there as well just because uh, I know what he means to the sport and elevates it. Um, and there's absolutely no doubt. I'm sure that I could look that I'll, um, that there's probably, there's probably some guys that I don't know, you know, that, bef that probably did a whole lot of stuff before I came along, you know? Um, and I, I'd be afraid not to, I'd be afraid to, to name any more because I just don't know. Um, you know, what some of these other guys have done before I came into the sport. Um, but it's, but if I use it, if I use it from where the sport, I'm not going to put my, myself up there. I'll just, I'll, I, I'm just not. Um, I think it, I think you got to put the people up there that, that, you know, some, some, they gave me a platform to fish. I'm just, I'm just a fisherman. I'm just an angler, you know, and truly, anybody that's out there fishing the tournaments and stuff right now, they're just anglers. They're anglers just like me, you know. So I don't think I would put anybody that's just an angler up there. Um, I wish I could name two more, but I think I think my answer would I would have to I would have to leave two spots blank because I really don't know. I really don't know. We don't know who else would would need would, would need to, deserves to be there in five or ten years from now. So well, I don't, I really don't think I don't well, I don't think you can build Mount Rushmore yet or well, kite I, Rushmore. That's what I'm saying. I, if, if 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 again we're in fantasy land, this is the game, right? Yeah, yeah. If 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 there's no more kite fishing, like we end this and there's no more kite fishing, end it right now. So we're so who's the four, right? So I think it's easy to talk about EJ and Eric Jackson. I think it's easy to talk about you know maybe Luther Cypress. Well, there's you know what there's. I, I think it's easy to talk anglers if you want to go there, and there, I think a lot of people would. And 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 I know that, and I don't. I never expected at all for you to throw yourself on there. Yeah. However, I feel like you may be one of the only people who wouldn't put your name on that on that on that mountain. And that's well, okay. 
I'm glad you actually brought up Luther because I, you know, if now we're looking at, you know, he has that yak attack has reinvented. They've yep. been the guys were even when I got in. Yak attack was a company. Guys were building their own, still building their own stuff. Some guys still do it. They enjoy that. Luther Cyphers has changed that. So Absolutely. there would be no doubt that he would need to be up there. Now, and that, now I know you brought up Eric Jackson. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be fishing with Eric in the Pan American tournament here in a couple of weeks. And I know Eric, you know, they Jackson makes a great, great kayak. Yep. I don't, uh, you no, don't dis know no disrespect yeah. to him at, you know, at, you know, for that, you know, but I don't know that I, 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 me personally, I, I, that four spot, I don't know, man. Let me. Uh, I'm not going to plead the fifth. I said that's, I wasn't going to take That's the it. game, though, right? Like I'm not that, playing that's, it. that's why we love to play this Mount more Rushmore game at home with yeah. our group of friends because we do it with music. We do it with food. We do it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, to find the four, you want to play Mount Rushmore with your friends and get really ugly? Talk about the four best restaurants and what goes on there, like, of all time. It gets brutal in the, at, a, at, a, at a campfire or dinner party. It's just something that, you know, it's a great way of involving conversation. But when you talk about, for me, and as a fan of the sport, when you go through the list and you look at those and you look who's innovated, you look who's built, you look who's branded, I absolutely agree with you. You've got to put Chad Hoover number one. For sure. Because he's my buddy like he is yours. Um, but just because of what he's done and how he's put on his back and what he's put on his shoulders, and absolutely 100%, we're not sitting here having a conversation, if not for Chad Hoover. Uh, secondly, uh, I think I agree with Salmons. I, I think I think that's a big opportunity there, and uh, and I think that you know when you look at you know, you know when you look at at at, uh, at Cypress and Luther and what he's doing, you yeah, know, Jackson and the number of boats and what he's brought to the table over the years. You know, you look at you know you look at the guys um, at Hobie at the top there that have done what they've yeah. done with the innovation. You know, I believe if I if I have my stories correct. Hobie started as a skateboard company back in the day. Man, Hobie made everything back in the day. They had watch, they had all kinds of different different products. And uh, you know, that would uh, you know, what's it? Yeah, I mean I mean it's there's tough. there's a it it really it is, you know, and you know, but you know, I'm not just necessarily, you know, cuz you said kayak fishing, you know, I, not I, just kayak Absolutely. You know, and and man, that's uh, I'd love I'd love to come up to to have a fourth one, you know. Um, well, when you when you do, throw it up on your Facebook page and tag Westbrook Wednesday and let us know you're four. Yeah, start, we can start the conversation there over all. It's over. it's you know, like I said, you know, the hardest part to answer it for me is just because you know, um, you know, I've been in the sport since 2013, you know, so there I I know there was you know there was history made before i came up before i came along now the fishing has blown up since then the fishing side of it you know uh maybe if you ask me four four anglers you know who who would be who would need maybe the mini me's maybe you have the big the big faces and then you have the mini me's <laughs> all right all right so let's roll with it let's roll with it so uh, all anglers who's your four anglers on mount rushmore um Oh man. Okay. Well, you just—I mean, you yeah. just asked for it. Um, Guillermo Gonzalez would be one of them. Okay. Guy's Completely amazing. Agree. Completely. Guy's agree. amazing. Yeah. Win. I mean, like one of the best sticks I've ever seen. 
Uh, I, think, just, I think anywhere. I don't mean a plastic yeah. boat, a real boat. Yeah. Phenomenal human being and angler. Yeah, yeah. He's going. Yeah. He's going to be at the. He's going to be at the top. Um, he's going to be up there for sure. Um, um, man, I, I'm going to sound biased, you know, um, when I when I throw a couple more names out there, but uh, I think Jay, I think Jay Wallen's one of the best anglers in the country. I really, I do. Yeah, he's my boy. I love him to death. But he proves it over and over and over again every single year. He's 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 one angler of the year. He's won multiple events. He's he's up there. Uh, well, and you know both those guys are like five foot three, so they'd be huge. <laughs> you know, I'm still not going to put myself up there. Okay, okay. I'm just not. I'm just. That's just not in me. The rest. Um, of the, the rest of the world will. You don't have to worry about it. Um, I would. Um, Golly, I mean, if you and if you go off of, uh, golly, man, if you go <laughs> off the hot, the probably the hottest stick in the daggum country right now is Cody Milton. Golly, Cody is, God, man, I mean, you can't deny, you know, you know what that, what that. I call him a kid because he's in his twenties. I'm, I'm in my forties. I mean, yeah. that 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 guy is, uh, that guy is something else, um, you know, and uh, so. He'd be up there. My my mount my mount Rushmore fishing edition would be a man. We're gonna need a big ass mountain because I'm gonna have more than four people up there. <laughs> you can't. We're gonna need it. That's the we're game. Gonna it's so we're hard. gonna need it. No, it's see, so I'm, hard I'm, to do. I'm I'm gonna, I'm still leaving that four spot open because because <laughs> we're still. I you know I tell you me and me and Jamie Dennison we're talking having a conversation uh, at Nick I know that at at Nick Ejacked, you know and we were just talking about life and everything you know and um, you know I we were I mean we we were just talking about life and you know how things happen and uh, um, we're still we're still writing this book man absolutely you know it's we're writing it page by page day by day. There's a lot of history still to be uh, to be made in this sport, uh, not just for me, but for every single angler out there. And um, like I said, we're gonna need a big mountain because I, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of faces up there, you know, over the next few years, deserving faces. All right, guys. So we uh, so so Ron has somewhat completed. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys make the judgment call. Smash the hard button if you think he got away without having to plead the fifth. You know so what? I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it. Hang on. Okay. Or smash the thumbs up button if uh, if you think he took a plead the fifth by not answering a fourth spot for either you know Mount Rushmore for the kayak industry or Mount Rushmore for the angler. Smash the hard button if you think he got it. Smash that thumbs up if you think he didn't. So. <laughs> I, the more that I, the more that I've had time to kind of think and like, kind of like, you know, see what, uh, you know, how how we were just our discussions. Jeff Little has done so much for this sport. Um, I'm going to put him up there as my fourth one on Mount Rushmore. On the big I mean, one. On the Chad, big one. Chad, yeah. Chad, yeah. yeah. All right. So your four, your four are Chad, uh, Chad Hoover. Uh, uh, Jim Sammons, uh, Luther Cypress, and Jeff Little. Yeah. 
I am. That that's that's that that would be my four. Just because I mean, I know I know everything I know he puts his heart and soul into everything he does. He does. And I'm and I and I and I'm I've gotten to know Jeff, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, a lot, you know, really close. You know, we we talk a lot, we communicate a lot, and um, I mean, he is. Uh, if you want to talk about an OG, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. And he's he's so cerebral. He's yeah. so freaking smart. And I'm just not on that level. I'm a redneck from South Alabama, and he'll get in throwing them words. I have to slow him down, like little. Explain that that word with four syllables to me, please. <laughs> he 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 is he has so much knowledge. He does, and and it and it doesn't take you long when you're having a conversation with him to un, to really know and understand how much knowledge that guy has, yep. and uh, and how much passion he has for the sport. Um, and that right there, man, that's uh that's addicting. That's a that's a, that that's a to me that's addicting. I, I that's the people I want to talk to. Cause that's people you learn from and oh, you learn absolutely. if you, you learn every day when you're on the water, whether it's oh, fishing every- or boating or whatever it might be. If you're not learning, you're doing something, you're not doing something right. You should be learning something new every single day. And, every- and you, and you learn from those guys, you need to guy, especially, you know, if I can give any advice to the new guys, man, pay attention to some of these older guys that's been around a while. You know, most of these guys, they're not going to steer you wrong. Uh, they'll, they'll, they, they're trying, they'll try to help you. And Jeff Little, man, that, that guy's, that guy's something. He's a workhorse boy. God, that man, he, he's like the Energizer Bunny. He never stops. Yeah, no, absolutely. Facts. You know, you, know, you talk about learning from the OGs and stuff like that. You know, such a, you know, for me today, going out with Professor Case, Brad Case, and, and you know, and, and watching him take me to class and put on the, and put on the clinic, showing me what he was doing and teaching me some, some tricks. You know, and, and then we went, I took him to a body of water that he'd never even seen. He didn't see it on a map. He didn't know nothing. And he outfished me by like 10, one, 10 to 1, <laughs> which isn't not that it's hard to outfish me, but 10 to 1 on a, on a body of water that I'm familiar with and you're not is rather impressive no matter what. So, yeah. uh, anyway, guys, well, uh, Ron Champion, plead the fifth. Congratulations, buddy. We made it. Congratulations. <laughs> you got to smash that heart. Smash that, like, uh, uh, that was tough, man. On a Thursday night, Ron Champion just absolutely crushed a uh, an amazing round of Plead the Fifth, brother. Great job. That was man. hard. I mean, that was hard. I mean, I I don't I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, I, I definitely wasn't expecting some of that, you know. And uh, it was tough. It wasn't easy, man. That's good. Hey, man, that's that's kudos to you, man. I mean, I don't know how you come up with some of this stuff. That's that's. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, that, that's 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 hard. I mean, that's, that's right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, he got help. Deep. Yeah, we're a team. Yeah, yeah. Now the the entire Westbrook crew, man. You know, I don't know what you know, uh, Ron, about the Westbrook Supply Co. shop, and I know that we've talked in the past about wanting you to get up and come do something at the shop because we're just outside of where you live, just a little further north up in Atlanta. Uh, we're a small paddle shop in Atlanta, Georgia, that's founded by uh, by a phenomenal guy in uh, in Fletcher Griffin. We've got a team of sixteen anglers um, that uh, that 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 live and die and breathe Westbrook Supply Co. and everything awesome. that we do. And, uh, and, it, and, you know, it all comes back to the leader there in Fletch and what he does with us and, uh, you know, and what he does in the community. And, uh, you know, and so we rally around behind him and he rallies behind us. And, and you know, we're a family. We're a network and we're, we're community-based to where we're driven and we're motivated about the sport and, uh, and, and, and motivated by, you know, by, by what we can be doing and when we can be doing it, if that makes sense. 
So um, my uh, I'm gonna plug this in because my battery is telling me low profile. Um, but anyway, so let's do some giveaways. You guys want to win some stuff? Yeah, and we need to show some stuff off. We do. We should show some stuff off. So uh, all right, so let's start with um, with our Glover Designs jerseys. Because uh, you got a, you got a, uh, you got yours right before the NC this year, right? I did. Um, um, I, I talk, started talking with Tim uh, Holston, and uh, um, I've had a lot of jerseys made <laughs> over my okay. fishing career. And um, I, I, I saw some of their designs. Uh, I know Tom Mullins had had some had a jersey you know made they did for him, and they looked awesome. Um, and so I reached out to him and. Uh, Man, they, we started working on the design, and once I finally we got it dialed in and got it in, it's one of the best jerseys I've ever held and and, and had. I mean, they did an absolute. I'm gonna show it off. Awesome job on this uh, this jersey. Was able to get you know all of my sponsors on it, and like just the quality. I mean, how 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 bright and vibrant the colors are. Um, I mean, like it's just. And this this is the I actually this year I actually went with the crew neck versus a a, a quarter zip. Yeah, um, same way. I like I prefer the crew. Yeah, I, the last jersey I had the quarter zip. You know, I, I just I kept felt like I was always kind of messing with. It. Yep. I couldn't get the right spot, so I went with the crew neck this year. And I'm actually really enjoying the 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 crew neck. But yeah, you can see how how nice you know this is. But I got not only did I get the regular jersey. But I also got the hood, their hoodie. The hoodie. And the hoodie's the jam. Dude, right? let me tell you what. Man, this is by the far the nicest hoodie that it's I have that nice I own. Hoodie. Yes. I got the cut the the color contrast inside. Oh, yeah. Got the uh got the pull the tabs with the lock and the little yep. things. Some people told me those look, look I had it on one day and they said, You got they thought that was earbuds, you know, hanging down. <laughs> So I was like, I was like, well, it kind of does look like yeah. it. But yeah, this hoodie is like, I mean, it. How did they shift the NRS on your pocket? I haven't seen your hoodie. How did they shift the NRS logo on your pouch? On the pouch? Oh, oh no. Oh. See, so, oh, yeah. so, okay. so this design had already had like a V in it. Yeah. So perfect. the NRS logo fit perfectly it just, in it's there. It's like it's built for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and you can see, like, see, I actually had did this piece of art, this distress filter, when I sent this logo over. Yeah. Uh, nobody's ever done that on the NRS logo, so I did the little distress logo, and uh, so because I do art, and you know, I got yeah. you know do a lot of stuff, but this hoodie, man, like like as a package combo, get the jersey and the hoodie, man, you can't you you can't beat it. So, whoever wins this, I promise you, you're gonna really enjoy your jersey because yeah. you, you ain't getting a hoodie but you you, you yeah. get a jersey you, yeah, so they're I, awesome you're saving, you're saving enough money on the hoodie right now i'm telling you they got they got the artwork already done i'm telling you right now if you're buying if you're winning this jersey i'm telling you, you right now spend the money and get the hoodie get the hoodie man, yes the hoodie is it's man the hoodie's gangster oh it's the hoodie the funny. hoodie's awesome yep. i you know and i i wear that i mean everybody now when you go fishing in the mornings even the summertime Sometimes you know, a little it's a little damp in the air. It can be a little cool in the mornings. Man, that you get you use that hoodie a lot more than just in the winter time. You'll use it, you know, some of those cooler mornings, early spring, late fall. It's so, the only hoodie yeah. that stays on my stays on my rack in my kitchen year round. It stays, yeah. it stays there with it's, me all the time. It's awesome. It's awesome, man. And yeah. and you know, you're going to get you're going to really promote you know your your sponsors and, and who you're working with. Facebook and drop it in. Do you mind? Yeah. Um, 
And uh, and guys, Brad's also going to go in and drop in Tim Huddleston as your point of contact. Yes. POC uh, and Brad's fixing to drop in uh, all of his information. We're going to put his cell phone number out on blast, his email, yeah, the correct spelling of his name. You guys can go find him on Facebook as well. And it's also the Glover Design. Brad's fixing to drop all that down below. Um, but uh, Tim Huddleston is your POC. Uh, he's your point of contact for Glover Designs. And uh, guys, I tell you, uh, I worked with him last year because of Jim Ware. Uh, introduced me to the to the jersey company uh, i came down to the tin house uh this year uh and uh was showing off the hoodie and stuff to hoover uh hoover immediately wanted his number and reached out uh they did all the hoodies for the uh for the nrs team for the yak attack for the for the dakota lithium for all of the boat you know the bonafide teams all of the team cup hoodies uh this year at, at nc if you were down there or you've seen some of that video or you're going to see the tv show that comes on in a couple of weeks um, all of those were done by Glover Designs. They do a phenomenal job. And in that, guys, yesterday on our original Westbrook Wednesday, let me go to my post. Uh, Brad, you got our winner, don't you? Or maybe um, Brad's got our winner. But, guys, so yesterday we wanted you guys to post up a photo um, or something about uh, what you should, you know, maybe some, a throwback or something that you probably shouldn't have done because you want to be looking cool. Um, and, uh, and, you know, you want to be looking cool in your, in your new Glover design jersey. Um, so in that, I actually found this photo. <laughs> and I didn't, I wasn't sure, Ron, if you wanted to explain this, I mean, this particular choice of haircut and beard combination. Hey, hey, that got my wife. Oh! So, like I said... Hey. I do it all over again, bro. Look at the fade. I want to take a minute, guys. I'm gonna, I know we're running late, but I want to take a minute. Look at the fade shades. That's right. I mean, you know, and this this photo. This is all I got of this photo, but it looks like it was taken at night. It I'm was. It was. In, it was in a nightclub. I used to run a big nightclub in Nashville. The sun. Yeah. You know. You know what we say about this, right? The sun never sets on a badass. Hey, man. So when you wear your shades at night, the look sun at, never sets on a badass. Look at look at them hoop earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Or an alley. I'm not walking up on this in an alley either. So anyway, but uh, we we had we had some good submissions. Uh, had some good laugh there, Brad. I don't know what is on your screensaver on your phone. I'm gonna let you fix that. I got a winner for you guys, and then we're gonna move on to the uh, uh, to the to the NRS uh, giveaway. Uh, and uh, our winner is this photo right here that's submitted. Now the guy's in some serious, <laughs> some serious shoes and a really sweet Ninja Turtle shirt. <laughs> I, I don't know, it looks like Donatello. Maybe it's a little blurry. Uh, but uh, and some MC Hammer pants. Grandma, maybe. My light is not going to be good enough to really show that off. But the, here's our winner, and it's Paul. I cannot pronounce the last name. I'm not even going to give it a shot. My last name is hard enough, but Paul, man, your throwback on Westbrook Wednesday to go to Westbrook Thursday absolutely is killer, my brother. So, Paul, uh, as a Mendai, bro, man, I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I don't know that last name. My last name's tough too. Uh, uh, oh, he's, he's coming yeah, in right there. Yeah, he's not always wearing those <laughs> back in the day. Paul, man, get, in, uh, uh, get with Tim and let him know that you're the Westbrook Supply Co. winner. Uh, all that information down below. You can Facebook message me or Westbrook Supply, and we'll get awesome. you set up to get your jersey built, brother. Congratulations on that. Y'all give, awesome. uh, give that man a thumbs up and some, and some hearts. Uh, secondly, because we're doing Westbrook Wednesday, 
on a Thursday. And we've got the bigger than life man, Ron Champion, with NRS himself. Ron Champion has, uh, NRS and Ron have stepped up to give away a second prize. And we're going to do that right now. You guys ready for that? This, my friends. Ron, do you even have this yet? Um, I've got a whole garage full of <laughs> NRS. <laughs> I've got enough that we could we could we could we could float a float a small a small vessel loaded with people. I, I thought I was special, guys. I thought I was special. NRS, NRS. I know you're watching. I thought I was special. <laughs> so so the one that they're going to receive will be will be orange. Correct, and that's already that guys. That one's already been in the mail to me. So as soon yeah. as I get as well. it, I will uh I will get uh, some Westbrook stickers in the box. And, uh, and and get this ship right back out to you. I'll get your address for whoever the winner is. And to be honest with you, I have not picked a winner. Brad, have we picked a winner for that? I picked a winner. You picked a winner? I picked a winner. Good. I don't get to awesome. do it, but it felt good. All right, awesome. Well, guys, we're gonna let, I'm going I'm to let Brad uh, give us a name on that, but we're going to touch on this vest a little bit before Brad gives out a winner. Um, this is the uh, – it's the Raku, right? So yeah, the Raku. KU. And it's a – from what I could tell, I'm still uh, – I've got. I'm still running the older uh, last year's model NRS vest, but it's very similar in the front. It's got the new uh, flyer pocket um, yep. on this side over here. I'm backwards, um, but it's got the new flyer pocket. Big, uh, big pockets in the front. Place for your NRS knife. Uh, it's got some really cool. I believe that these were originally designed as pockets for the straps, but I found that this holds my sharpie, holds my radio clip. I found that that little pocket worked really, really well. What's so different about this jersey is unlike the Chinook, and like Ron led you earlier, Ron, I'll let you kick over, brother. The Chinook has that big, bulky on, on mm -hmm. top. It works for a lot of guys. Yeah. But it doesn't work for a lot of people as well. And so this has got a full flat back. Tell me about that, Ron. Yeah, it, the that flat back on that one works really good for, you know, especially maybe shorter anglers that, you know, a lot of the kites have high back seats now. You know, so the the big pad on the back of the Chinook sometimes can kind of still hit that. Well, that real thin back back on that life jacket or PFD, whichever way you want to call it, you're, it's going to eliminate that. Now, me being six four, you know, when I put a Chinook on, the pad is really high on me, and even on my Hobie Pro Angler, um, it doesn't hit the back of the seat. Uh, so, um, so having a flat back, you know, on on, a, on that PFD is going to be really good, especially for anybody, you know. You know, that's, you know, I, I say, don't want to say short, but, you know, six foot and, and under, you know, uh, sometimes that high, that, that pad on the back of the Chinook can get in the, can get in the way. Uh, that, that's a really comfortable, uh, thin flat back on that, uh, on that yeah. jacket. Like I said, we've got an orange one coming to whoever the winner is. Yeah. Uh, we're fixing to let Brad announce that name, but uh, as soon as I get that jacket in, it should be probably tomorrow or Monday, um, uh, coming in with, with some of my other NRS stuff. We'll get those. Uh, we'll get those in the. Get that in the mail. I'm gonna throw some Westbrook stickers in there for you, and so that we can we can get that out of the mail for you guys. We're gonna bring Brad on real quick, sitting over here in the office. Uh, Man, that's a good looking shirt. I swear, yeah, right? that's a good looking shirt. Right, so I'll tell you what, let's let's touch on that a little bit, Ron. Tell us about uh, about Build the Fish and, and what you do there. So um, we're we're in our second year. Uh, I have a I have a brand. It's called Built the Fish. Um, we have a Facebook page. Um, I. On my Facebook page, Built to Fish, we've also got a group page, but uh, there there's links. I've got a store linked through Square. Don't have a straight up website. It is just a store, and you can get you know Built to Fish shirts, got hats, decals, stickers, license plates. Uh, 
use really high quality stuff, you know, high quality shirts. They're, they're 65, 35 poly cotton shirts. Um, I would do all the, the graphic design work. We do all the printing, do the embroidery work on the caps. I would use Richardson caps. Everything I use is as good a product as you can, as possible available in the marketplace. Um, and that's kind of my other, that's my main business that I have is a, is a merchandising business. I do merchandise for tons of companies that, you know, you know, that are in the fishing you, hunting world. Done, you did, you did some hats for us with fluke and the fluke. I picture, did. Uh, a, a while back. We actually yep. saw out of those. I've got to get with you to get a couple more orders. Okay. Um, but, okay. Uh, but uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize about you. That's what you do. You do you know, a lot of that textile. That is. I'm in front of yep. a computer screen every, every day, all day long, working with clients and customers. I do a lot of stuff in the outdoor world, hunting world, uh, celebrities. Um, we do we do a lot of stuff. That is that is my main company my, or main business. And, uh, it's, uh, and I, like I said, I do a lot of, a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of you guys probably got stuff that I, that we produced, and you don't even know it, and you're getting it from these other suppliers and stuff. And I'm not going to drop any names and stuff, but yeah. but that's that's the business that I'm in. And uh, um, so that so I use that with my personal brand, Built to Fish, uh, is exactly what it is. Uh, how I came up with that name, uh, I was asked one time, like you know, uh, you know, they said somebody, I don't even remember who it was, but it was just in general conversations, like. Golly, man, you 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 love to do this. You, I've never seen anybody that with the passion like that. I was like, this is that's how God built me. God built me to fish, and it Go just kind of stuck. You know, I mean, it, it's in my DNA, and that's where built to fish came from. And then we knew we needed a a killer logo and the the B two F, which is which is the fish hook upside down. Um, it it really kind of tied in, and um, yep. you know, I, I, my faith is strong, you know, so our new, one of our newest shirts is, it says faith family fishing. Um, that's kind of, it's kind of my life, you know, uh, it's faith family and fishing, you know, and, uh, you know, you get that, you get, you get though, though, when I say and family, family includes friends to me, you know, Absolutely. um, because it's, uh, you know, that's just how, that's how I am as a person. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're gonna let Brad come out from behind the shadows a little bit Sweet. and oh, give wow. us a name. He picked the winner of the uh, for the NRS uh, Roku jacket. Brad, who you got? Well, the question, and I want to ask this because I always like to ask different anglers and how they handle different situations. How do you handle adversity when you're on the water? You chunk a lure, you break a rod, you forget some tackle. How do you handle that adversity? You're talking to me. Yes, sir. That oh, was, that was the question. Sorry. Say so. Repeat that one more time. I'm sorry. Mercy on the water. We 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 to give away the jacket. We asked people to to, to post up a question, and uh and 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 so oh. answer that question before we we call this guy's name out. Okay. So, how would I handle diversity on the water? Yeah, if you and get out there, you snap a rod. Something goes wrong. Something's out of place. You're not catching fish. I'm not understanding the pattern. Sorry. Man, uh, I mean, it, you just, you, I never give up. I mean, and I know that's a line from Iconella. I know he uses that tagline is it's never over. You know, that you can catch that winning fish on your very last cast. You know, so uh, I, I, I never stop. You're never, you're never out of it. Um, you know, I broke a rod on the fish at Gunnersville. Literally broke a rod. They still got the fish in and it was the fish I called. You know, at, at Nickajack, you know, throwing up 91.75 inches on the last last day, you know, calling the fish with 15 minutes left. 
you know you're you're never you're never out of it um you know so if you i mean i, I don't even really know that that's like the di the di di diversity i mean it's just no, it's adverse. i just adverse. Adverse. Yeah. yeah yeah i just I'm, i there's not a quit quit is quit is not in my dictionary it's not in my vocabulary i mean it's yeah it's not in my vocabulary i just i I never, I don't, I never stop. I try, I try to teach that to my kids, you know, you know, I, I but I also, I, I, I never quit learning. You know, I, I feel like I'm learning every single time I'm on the water and I'm, and I'm open to learning. Um, I used to suck and hate fishing a drop shot, hated it. And then I won a tournament on fishing a drop shot, you know, so I made myself get better with it. And now it's, it's a favorite tactic of mine. I use it a lot. And it's not something it's, it's, you know, so, I mean, it, maybe that answers the question. It does. Yes. And yeah. Ian Haynes was the gentleman who asked that question. Awesome. Who wanted to know. Ian, brother, congratulations on the NRS, uh, on the NRS vest, my friend. Uh, get in, awesome. uh, hop in Westbrook Supply Co's inbox or hop in my DMs and, uh, and get some contact information over to us. And as soon as I get that in, I'll get some, uh, I'll get those pockets stuffed with, uh, with some Westbrook Supply Co decals and maybe even some baits of crap I got sitting in the office that I need to get out of here. We'll get that in the mail to you. Guys, I know that we're running a little bit late. I want to thank all of you guys so much to, uh, for tuning in to us tonight and for watching. I want to thank Ron, uh, Ron Champion, for stepping up to the plate big time tonight, my friend. Thank I you appreciate so much. you. You crushed this interview like I knew that you would. And uh, I appreciate it, man. I can't wait to get, get with and you guys soon. It was, uh, it, it was a lot harder than I expected. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but uh, – I'm a, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and, uh, and talk, talk about this. And I know it takes a lot of time and effort to put all this stuff together and man, kudos for you to you, you know, for doing it and not making it easy. Uh, cause you are a friend and, and I didn't, I didn't expect you to take it easy on me. Um, uh, it was, uh, I didn't expect it to get emotional. I ain't gonna lie about that, but right. hey, hey, you know, it's, it, it's just you know, real. It, it's real, you know, and like I yeah. said, man, my, our, our entire idea, behind this show and what we wanted it to be was for, 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 for people to sit at home and be able to watch and see the same kind of conversations that we have out on the yeah. water. And, and that's what, that's what Westbrook Wednesday is all about. So uh, thank you so much, Ron, for tuning in. I'm going to let you kind of get out of here and guys, uh, uh, y'all make sure y'all smash that heart, uh, hit that like button. Uh, thank Ron champion for coming out and, uh, and for being a part of the show. Uh, guys, we will be back at our regularly scheduled Westbrook Wednesday time. Next Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. right here on Westbrook Supply Co. Uh, you guys make sure that you check us out at westbrooksupplyco.com. I'm Scott Butcher. Behind the scenes, as always, is Brad Cody. That's the man, Ron Champion. And, uh, and guys, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Tag your dreams. Thank you so much, Ron. We'll catch you later. See you, all. Thank you, man. See you, buddy. See you, guys. Holla.